see you tonight. Thanks for coming on Wednesday. And uh, just uh, looking forward to our time of prayer this evening. And It's been a good week, just uh, coming back from um, out of a missions conference and a good couple of weeks. Last week we uh, heard about uh, one, one man getting saved. This Sunday we, um, another person got saved in the morning. Praise the Lord for that. And then heard from Andrew tonight at the school camp that one of our students got saved this, uh, this, uh, this day as well. So praise the Lord, one of our year seven students. And it's always a good thing to hear about that and um, thankful for God's working. And hope you've come away from missions conference with a little bit of uh, excitement and a little bit more of uh, that grounding in our purpose as a church and uh, really, really appreciate the church's faithfulness to come along and then also just your tenderness to, to respond to God's word being preached. Um, I hope that we never take for granted that, that we, we have the word of God firstly that we can glean upon and be convicted by, but then also that we, we have opportunities like that throughout the course of, um, of, our, of our week, our year, where we can just be challenged even more and, and then God's corresponding working of that. And I know coming away from, from this, uh, this past week, it just sometimes you try to figure out what, what are we supposed to do next? And what are we supposed to, how are we supposed to, um, to take all of that? And I want to help a little bit with that this evening. And so if you could turn your Bibles, please, to First Chronicles chapter 29. And it was good to, good to have um, Pastor Mance or Pastor Gus come through and really are great friends of mine. I was just thinking about how blessed I am to have men like that who truly care for, for me, truly care for my family, and truly care for the work of God right here. And just even corresponding with them a little bit, chatting with them after, just how, how thrilled they were to get to know some of you, and, and as they've, they were able to through the course of their time here, just uh, sit down and have a, have a chat with you all. They've just said how blessed they were to, just get, to be able to do that. Uh, we were sitting with, um, I was sitting with Pastor Mansour and towards the end of lunch, um, you know, Brother Paul came and uh, Paul Haycock came and uh, chatted with us and he said, you know, I, I was really not counting on so much conviction this week. You know, he was saying it was just so much conviction. We were, and, and he was saying like we were sort of hoping maybe, you know, con- a little conviction's okay, but just... Maybe a little bit, you know, our subscription was a bit the silver package for a conviction. And Pastor Mansour said, well, the, the Lord knew what you needed and you got a free upgrade, all right? So I thought that was a good way to put it. And I really felt like in many ways coming into missions conferences this year sort of snuck up on us a little bit. You know, we, we changed obviously the timing of it compared to last year. But also just uh, in the busyness of the start of the year, in personally, I think it was a little lost in my mind that we were coming towards it. But God is a way of, of just doing what He wills anyway. And I felt like it was a bit that way. And like I said, it's, it's, it, we ought not take for granted when God works. We ought not take for granted when, when God moves in, in different, different uh, ways, in hearts, and maybe this past week God's done something specific in your heart that, you know, that, that maybe surprised you a little bit, but you have no doubt that this was God working in your heart. And maybe you can recall other times. It doesn't have to be during conference. It doesn't have to be any, any meeting. It could just be God's working in your life. I hope you don't take that for granted. 
I hope that when you have time with the Lord and, and he, he pricks your heart a little bit about a certain thing that you're, you're reading in his word and you feel that sense of conviction in your heart and then you, you come away from that changed. I hope that you don't take that for granted. And we're just so, I'm just thankful that we have a God who continues to work in our time. And it's a bit that way here in this passage of Scripture. And, and to be honest, throughout the course of, of these, these two books, the, the Chronicles, it's, it's often passages of Scripture that I, I try to read a little bit quickly. Sometimes there's all those names and all of that. But uh, probably out of the chapters in the book of uh, First Chronicles, particularly, it's, it's chapter 21, uh, 29 that I love. And really, it's this, this challenging of the people. David's about to pass on to, uh, to, uh, to his death, and he recognizes there's some desires that he had to build the temple. And, and you know very well that God told him it wasn't to be his role, it wasn't to be his privilege to be able to do that. And so he's passed it on. He, God has, has specifically said to, to David that it's going to be Solomon's responsibility and Solomon's privilege. And yet we know David, a man after God's own heart, he recognizes that, that whilst it's not his, his privilege to do so, he can also help the one that was going to do that. And so what he does is he prepares, prepares mightily in his own, so he gives of his own, uh, of his own resources, but then he also challenges the people about giving toward the building of the temple. And so as you read through this, this chapter, the first couple of verses there, uh, down to verse 9 is really that challenge and then how the people responded to that challenge of giving, of meeting the need of God's work. And so God was, was evidently working in the nation and in the hearts of those that were hearing what David was putting forward. And then what happens is in verses 10 to 19 is David's prayer in response to that. So let's pick it up, verse 10, Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is, so, it is uh, to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee, and for we are strangers before thee, and Sojourners as were all our fathers, our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. O Lord, our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee in house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand. It is all thine own. I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart, and hast pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered all these things, and now I have seen, have I seen with joy thy people which are present here to offer willingly unto thee. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare their heart unto thee and give unto Solomon my son a perfect heart to keep my commandments 
thy testimonies and thy statutes and to do all these things and to build the palace for the which I have made provision. And so this is really David's response to the people's response. This was David observing that, that God had, had evidently worked and, and, and in their response indicated that they got the need and they were willing not only to, as we learned, have the head knowledge, they had the heart knowledge of the hands transferred. And we see there in the life of, of, of the people of Israel just, just the, the kind of kingdom that, the, that David had, and this is towards the end of his life. And, and again, he gives a great challenge here to them about the need to build the temple, and, and they respond accordingly. They respond in a great way. And, and you know, maybe you could recall again in, in a time in your life where God evidently worked, and, and maybe you're a part of um, part of a, a great moving of God in, 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 in your church, in your family, and you look at all of that and you wonder, what now? And, and I think it's instructive for us now to think about all of what God has done in this past week, and, and maybe even as you recall this year so far, all the blessings of God and, and how God has worked in your life, and, and this is a good way to respond to that. And really tonight, uh, I'm not going to give you the, 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 you know, the upgraded package. It's not going to be that convicting, but it's just good practice and probably a good reminder as we come out of a time where God really did. He worked in, a, in, a, in an evident way. And just simple things tonight as we think about how David responded to God working. And, and the first thing we note here is really simply this in verses 10 and 11, that he thanked God for who he is. You know, when, when sometimes we can get away from the reality of things and we can look at a time where, where God works and we can, we can point to different reasons why it, it was the way it was. We can think about, well, we prayed, well, we labored, well, these men came and, and they preached the word of God and, and they came ready and prepared in their hearts to give of, of the things that God would have it uh, have given to to the church here and and yet out of all of that we can thank everyone and everything but sometimes the one that gets forgotten is simply just thanking God for who he is because the reality is without him being who he is none of that would have happened none of what happens in our hearts is possible without God being who he is and what David is is really beginning with is just blessing the Lord for all that he has done and for all that he is. He says there, blessed be thou in verse 10, Lord God of Israel, our father forever and ever. He, 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 he recites to them in verse 11 that the Lord is, is greatness and his, his power and his glory and is really focusing in on who God is. And I hope that when anything happens in our lives that is of any kind of consequence that leads us into a, a better mindset or a better heart or a greater purpose, that our immediate thought is whilst we, we think about those that have contributed to it, that the, the, the root cause of all of that is just God. God is who He is. And because God is one who empowers and enables and He is a mighty God, then He continues to work in our lives. And ultimately, the work of God can only be done because of who He is. 
And, and you know, we know, the, we know the verses in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And in, in verse 6, he says, In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. And so often we can make acknowledgments to those who have contributed to any kind of spiritual success in our lives, but we might even though that, that would be proper and good, we might even neglect though the one and the one who actually is the, the change agent of that. And let's not forget to acknowledge him. You know, I wonder in the, the preceding days, have we taken a little bit of time to just acknowledge God? Just acknowledge all that he's done. Acknowledge the fact that we just got to be part of what, what, whatever it was that he was working in different individual lives. And, and you know, David in, in Psalm 717 says, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. And, you know, the, 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 the Psalms is scattered with just, just simple praise to God. Let's not neglect that. Let's not neglect to come away from a time when God works in our lives and neglect to thank Him. The, the second thing tonight is simply thank God for, for how He has provided. And, and again, really connected to this is the fact that there was a need. And whilst it was, it was people that, that met that need and responded, it was actually the one who, God who was the one that provided all of that. And we, we read that in verses uh, verses 12 and 13, then, and we'll skip down to verse 16. He says, Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. And skipping down verse 16, O Lord our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee an house for thine holy name cometh of thine hand, and is all thine own. And we can marvel at the responses of people. We can marvel at the, the provision when a need is met. But let's not neglect to marvel and respond this way like David did by just simply thanking God for how he has provided. You know, I, I, if you take the time and you look at all of the, the response of the people there, the, the amazing things that, that they were able to, to, to give towards the building of the temple, it's, a, it's not a small sum. This was an immense sum. This was great riches that they had, but they recognized that whilst there was a sacrifice and there was a corresponding response to the challenge at hand, that actually ultimately it was God that provided it all. That it was God's blessing. That it was God's doing. And that He is the one that is, is to be praised ultimately. You know, in, in Psalm 107, verse 8, again, a psalm of David, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And, you know, we can be specific when we recall, and, and maybe again this week God has, has placed some things in your heart, and, and be specific about what he has provided there. Be specific. For those of you who prayed some things that you saw literally as you looked around you and you saw the moving of the Lord, and you've seen that, you know, just as well as I have, then recall to mind that prayer that you made and specifically thank God for it, for how He's answered that. And take the time this week to just give Him the praise that only really He deserves. But then He continues, and we see here that not only did David 
really just thank God for who he is, thank God for how he's provided. But in verses 14 and 15, notice there, but who am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee, for we are strangers before thee. And sojourners, as it were all our fathers, our days on the earth, there was a shadow and there's none abiding. He understood that, that his time was limited. He understood that this was a fleeting moment in the grand scheme of things, and they only had that time to respond. And, and yet, what he was actually saying in all of that, in, in recognizing who they really were before a, a holy God, before a God who provided all, was really just their dependence on him. And what David did, he responded by dedicating his personal dependence upon, upon God. He says, he, he's, he's saying here that actually, who are we? What is my people? That we should be able to offer so willingly. How did we even get to it that we had the ability to just even respond the way we did? How is it that we even got to this place? And David understood that who they were versus who God is. David understood that, that, that in all actuality, God didn't have to bless and they were just so, so blessed just to be. And, and he understood where the dependence had to lie. It wasn't on their own ability to respond. It's in the fact that God enabled them to respond in the first place. And you know, that's how we go. You know, we might move away and, uh, from, from this time and, and as the, the further away we get, sometimes the, 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 the less we recall actually what God has done. And, and if we don't continue to fill that in our own hearts and lives and we don't continue to, to foster that, in, uh, that, that, that purpose and that desire and all those other things that God did in our hearts, then what happens is, is the natural thing is the tendency to grow cold to that. But, you know, the reality is that regardless of of how well we do, do that, we're, we're just absolutely dependent on God to continue it. He's the one that completes the good work. He's the one that enables us each day to be perhaps reminded and, and how good is God that sometimes the, the, the littlest things from our scripture reading, the littlest things that people say can prick our hearts about our, our, and, and causes us to recall the very things that God's been working on our hearts about. That's just the goodness of God. And, and he, he realized that they were absolutely dependent and he recognized that. And then the last thing, really, verses 17 to 19, he says, I know also, my God, that thou triest the heart and hast pleasure in uprightness. And as for me, in the uprightness of mine heart, I have willingly offered these things. And then he goes on, he says in verse, verse 18, O Lord God, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people. You know what he's starting to, he's really praying for those that are involved. He prays for himself. He, he says, look, I've responded this way and you've known my walk. And, and he, he really then talks about those that were there. He's saying, keep that in the imagination of the thoughts or those things that they've committed to you, Lord, remind them. And then the one ultimately responsible was Solomon, so he prays for him in, in the ongoing work that he has to do. And, and what he's doing is he's, he's responding by, by, by placing requests for God's faithfulness to continue. Because actually that's what we're all dependent on. 
we're dependent on God's faithfulness to do what he said he will do. And, and so he requests that, that, that all of these involved in himself in the short time that he has. He, he reinforces his humility before God. And then he talks about those that were there, that, that saw the things that he saw, that, that heard the commitments and then saw the, the, those things given over and the response there that was so powerful. And he says, remind them in the imagination of the thoughts of their heart. Keep it there. And so he asked God to help, uh, help those that, that, that were affected to continue to be faithful also. To, to be reminded over and over again. And maybe someone shared with you this week what God has been doing in their lives and in their heart and, and some of the decisions that they made. I want to remind you to just be the friend or be the, the, uh, be, be the steward of that by just praying for them. Pray that they would be faithful as God is faithful. And pray that they would continue on and encourage them that way and then ask God to help those that will be stewards of the blessing to do His will. Because ultimately, the responsibility fell on Solomon to actually take action to the things that were committed. And there are those that this week God has placed a great stewardship over, perhaps a calling, perhaps a very specific thing that God has placed in their lives, and we ought to pray for them. And we ought to ask God in His faithfulness to keep them faithful as He has shown Himself faithful. And so I, I think that's a good way. It's a great, great way to respond. And, and I pray that God will continue to work. I, I pray that we don't walk away and it's just a, it was a moment of time, but there's a lasting and ge a generational type of change that happens. And I think God in His goodness will, will remind us anyway. But God in His faithfulness will keep us. And I'm glad that we have a God that way. All right, Brother Jewel, thanks.